Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol as Florida's redistricting website goes live. And House Redistricting Chair Tom Leake says the public will have more access than ever before. I think the public has more access now, not and to useful data, right? To, to information that will actually allow them to create maps that, that could work. A Pinellas Pasco court judge dismissed a temporary stalking injunction filed by congressional candidate Anna Polina Luna against her former opponent, William Braddock. You know, never in politics should people ever become violent or feel the need to murder their political opponents. And a long corruption probe in the city of Tallahassee sparks calls for ethics reform, but the debate is growing contentious between its city leaders. I think the spirit of sharing ideas, I did not take my own time. Right. Um, I would really appreciate the opportunity to ask my question. Okay. We stand adjourned. Today's Sunrise interview is with Tallahassee City Commissioner Jack Porter, who found herself being silenced at a commission meeting as she calls for a new way of doing city business without corruption. We also hear how House Speaker-designate Paul Renner balances individual freedom and looking out for the common good. We check in on some of the top stories trending around the Capitol, plus we have your calendar of political events and more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting, it's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise from Monday, September 27th. Today is National Day of Forgiveness, National Family Day, and Morning Show Hosts Day. I wonder if I count. On this day in 1908, Henry Ford's first Ford Model T automobile left the plant in Detroit, Michigan. Following months of investigation into the assassination of U.S. President John F. Kennedy, the Warren Commission released its findings on this day in 1964. And in 1996, the Taliban, led by Mohammed Omar, seized the capital city of Kabul, declaring all of Afghanistan an Islamic state. The once-a-decade process of redrawing state legislative and congressional boundaries are finally underway. Ellen Frieden with the group Fair Districts Now recently talked here on Sunrise how she believes legislative leaders are using census delays as an excuse to keep the public in the dark about the redistricting process. You know, with today's technology, there is no reason in the world that they can't live stream the screens of of the computers that they're using to draw the maps. So why not let the public see how these maps are drawn? Just last week, the legislature launched FloridaRedistricting.gov, a House and Senate joint website to provide access to information about the 2022 redistricting cycle. Republican Representative Tom Leake, who chairs the House redistricting effort, says no secrecy is involved as they get ramped up. I not only haven't seen them, there are none. There are no maps yet. 
Okay. We, are, we are just now at that stage of the process. We are educating our members and educating the public on how to do this. According to the website, it provides free public access to the same redistricting data and map drawing application used by the legislature, as well as information about opportunities for public engagement. I think the public has more access now, not and to useful data, right? To, to information that will actually allow them to create maps that, that could work. In June, Republican congressional candidate Anna Polina Luna filed a temporary injunction against former opponent William Braddock, saying she received information he had a plan to kill her. At the time I interviewed Luna here on Sunrise, she said she couldn't provide any details about the threats. I can tell you that, you know, never in politics should people ever become violent or feel the need to murder their political opponents or even suggest murdering their political opponents. That's unacceptable. On Friday, a Pinellas Pasco Circuit Court judge dismissed the temporary stalking injunction. According to the Tampa Bay Times, the judge said she found one instance of harassment. The law requires two instances in order for an injunction to be upheld. Luna is hoping to take the seat of Democratic Congressman Charlie Crist, who is hoping to become governor of Florida once again. Today's Sunrise interview is with Tallahassee City Commissioner Jack Porter. The city of Tallahassee has been grappling with a long corruption probe involving former city commissioner Scott Maddox, who was sentenced to five years in federal prison for orchestrating a bribery ring at City Hall that involved prominent vendors and clients of his shady lobbying firm, Governance. There is now calls for ethics reform, and discussion surrounding that has been getting intense online and in person. Here is an exchange from a recent city commission meeting with Commissioner Jack Porter and Mayor John Daly. 646. Mr. Mayor. Stand. Mr. Mayor. I had my hands up when Commissioner Matlow was was speaking. Commissioner Porter, I'm going to adjourn the meeting. We're done. Okay. Is this just a quick comment? Because well, I had my hand up, and Commissioner Williams Cox. I understand. Was an I decided to move to forward and close out with my comments. You have a quick comment. I would really appreciate the opportunity to direct my question to Commissioner Matlow. I think the spirit of sharing ideas. I did not take my own time. Right. Um, I would really appreciate the opportunity to ask my question. Okay, we stand adjourned. And now let's check in with Tallahassee City Commissioner Jack Porter. So Commissioner Jack Porter, welcome to Sunrise. How are you? Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing well. I am seeing the city of Tallahassee really grappling with the fallout from the corruption trials that has just occurred. And I think we're about to see sentencing for another pretty soon. But just wanted to see how the city is coping. Particularly, there was an exchange between you and the mayor that got really intense where you were trying to, to chime in on some reforms, ethics reforms, and that was not allowed. So with that, what's going on? Well, I think that it's had a tremendous impact on the city. Not only um, are amazing employees who had nothing to do with it, but you know, its impact on the public trust um, there were ethics reform packages passed before my time on the commission and before we really knew the extent of the corruption that had taken place that was um, that came out during the trial. So, you know, what we need to do is still ahead of us, in my opinion. I think there are recommendations from the ethics board that have not yet been considered by the commission. There are recommendations made by Commissioner Matlow, by other 
um, civic groups. And I do believe that we need to have a public forum, a, a workshop of some kind where we really consider um, how we can keep this from ever happening again. And of course, you cannot make a person good or ethical with policies, um, but you can protect the city's integrity. You can protect the integrity of our projects and of staff and make sure that we find that we make it more difficult um, for, for loopholes and for ways to get around, you know, um, acting on behalf of the public's best interest. For those who don't know and those who aren't in Tallahassee that will be listening to this in different cities across the state, what occurred and what are you hoping to get done with these reforms? Well, I think what we saw was a pay-to-play system where we had a commissioner who was accepting money um, from consultants, from private interests who were wanting to do business in Tallahassee in exchange for his vote, preferential treatment in exchange for, um, for money paid to him through his consulting firm. So that is essentially what occurred, but there was a lot of individuals and consultants and projects that were implicated in this trial that were not necessarily part of the trial, but that were definitely implicated um, throughout the process and were, you know, in the FBI's findings. So, you know, that needs to be taken super seriously. And I think ethics reform protects all of us. And that was through former Commissioner Scott Maddox. And at this meeting that you were having, this commission meeting, city commission meeting, what was going on that you were trying to chime in on where you were requesting from the mayor to speak? And that ultimately did not occur. The meeting was adjourned. Right. So, you know, at the end of every meeting, we have a sharing of ideas where commissioners can bring forth really whatever they want for the good of the body. And the reason that's important is because under sunshine laws, that really is our only opportunity to speak about policy or city business with each other. So I had actually um, given up my time. I did not have anything for that day, Um, but I did have a follow-up question for Commissioner Matlow who had made a motion and a proposal about ethics reform and wanting to see some kind of citizens committee formed to make recommendations about where we go next. Um, I had some questions for him, as did another commissioner. She was given her time to ask her questions and address his idea, which I believe was appropriate. Um, But at the end of the meeting, I had been for several minutes asking to speak and was denied that opportunity um, by our mayor who instead adjourned the meeting. I would really appreciate the opportunity to ask my question. Okay, we stand adjourned. If you had the chance, what would you have asked? I would have asked for a clarification on his motion and most likely offered an alternative motion to consider bringing back um, an item or hosting a, a workshop on ethics where we could review some of the recommendations that have already been made by our own ethics board and invite the public to speak on, on those issues and their concerns. All right. I saw that the mayor did issue an apology and he said he has reached out to you in doing so. How did that go and has it been accepted? Where do you go from here? So, you know, he he did call. He left a voicemail. I had not I was I have not spoken with him yet. I, I do accept his apology, of course. 
Um, we all make mistakes, but I think this goes deeper than that. I think that there has been a pattern during our meetings where we um, do not allow for open discussion and debate. And um, that is deeply troubling and disappointing. I hope that we will pass Robert's rules and adopt Robert's rules um, for the city, which has not formally happened yet. Um, and that, that the mayor really considers that I was elected just like he was um, by the same people who, who elected him. And um, the people depend on my ability and our ability to speak on their behalf. And when you silence a commissioner, you really silence the community. All right. Well, Commissioner Jack Porter, thank you so much for taking this time to speak with me. Thank you, Tramel. Take care. Here's your calendar of events. Attorney General Ashley Moody is holding a news conference with Congressman Vern Buchanan and local leaders in Bradenton to urge the passage of the Thin Blue Line Act. That's at 945 at the Bradenton Police Department. At 10, the Alachua County Legislative Delegation will meet. And the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Public Safety Commission will meet at 1 in Sunrise. Representative Paul Renner was formally sworn in as the next Speaker of the Florida House during committee week. Reporters asked the Palm Coast Republican how he plans to balance the call for individual freedoms and the role of looking out for all in the common good. And so I think we need to make sure that we're respecting individual rights, minority rights, uh, people that have a different perspective. I said that today, you got a right to believe what you want and say what you want, worship as you choose, etc. Um, and so uh, we have to have that conversation, but if we... If if we have a handful of people define what the public good is, then we descend into majoritarianism. And our country's always been about making sure that we're pluralistic, that we respect people of different views. And State Senator Manny Diaz insisted Friday there will be no changes to the current list of vaccine required in schools, a move intended to tap down the backlash that flared up after he said it was time to look at all current vaccine mandates. That story is currently trending on FloridaPolitics.com. And finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes at the Capitol, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.